Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 119th episode of the HSBG podcast. I'm your host, Sister Kate Collins, and I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunnett. Shady, how you doing? I'm doing rather well, Collins. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I woke up feeling refreshed or whatever, even though I slept, like, not at the normal time I always sleep at, but it's been a good, good, good couple of days. We've got um, some... Interesting Hearthstone news, some good, some more other emotions, I guess. <laughs> you could say bad. Bad is fine. Oh, that's a word I could use. That's a word. That's subscriptions, you, you know. You gave me like a list of like 60 words I couldn't say anymore. Yeah, you know. Advertisers words. and stuff. Got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Fair enough, fair enough. But so yeah. Definitely... Yeah, I was gonna say Collins is alluding to the uh, the essentially the the lack of tournaments from Blizzard uh, for Battlegrounds. So yeah. this is this is something that if you don't follow the competitive scene at all, you you have no idea. Um, which but, is a little bit sad, right? Yes, which is incredibly likely as well if you play that you don't really know there's a competitive scene mm -hmm. for Battlegrounds because right. it's just so poorly marketed. This is um, it. It was, and and I guess uh, we can we can walk down memory lane a little bit, where mm -hmm. I I guess it was like two years of like Lobby Legends circuit roughly, or what were we? Uh, what are we looking at? Yeah, maybe two years is accurate. Like the there were the first, the first year was like pretty solid, and then the second year honestly didn't feel the same. Is guys is screen first? I don't think so. Uh, but I guess you have to check. In terms of the second year, right? This is when they cut it down to three. It used to be uh, almost one a month. It was like ten over the course of the year, and that was really good because it always gave you something to push for if you were uh, in that capacity, right? Obviously, it's not easy to get into lobby legends, so you had to have like that skill set. But for the people that could, it was definitely. Um, gave you motivation to play and, and definitely mm. made like the end of the month well, interesting. Let, let's first uh, like maybe that. explain the qualification process, right? Sure. What? Um, so, I f yeah, go ahead. I feel like you know, for the context of this, it's not that important. Well, you know, like, well, I mean, you you say that it's not that easy, right? So, I mean, just sure. essentially. I, I find it important just because we can make the contrast where you can see the evolution. So okay. we had one year, I would say, of just... So this was the first year of competitive battlegrounds where there was actually a circuit. Before then, there were some tournaments and this and that, and it was cool. But, uh, you know, competitive circuits from Blizzard. But with the introduction of Lobby Legends, as Collins has already mentioned, there were 10 tournaments in one year. And the way how you qualified for that was to end in the top 16 on ladder of one of the regions, right? So you had the Asia region, Americas, Europe, and then China had their own qualification process. So then those 16 all advanced to the next stage who then played a sort of mini tournament against each other. And then the uh, top 12 of that tournament were joined by the top four from China's tournament, and then you had 16 players who duped it out in Lobby Legends over the course of two days. So with that, there were certain 
<clears throat> things that could have improved where sure there maybe you wanted to expand it a little bit where it wasn't just the top 16 from ladder uh, you could have done something with a little bit more advertising for the qualifiers because the qualifiers were essentially completely non-broadcast that it was just from the players streaming i believe and they had to stream yeah. with half an hour delay so a lot of marketing could have been improved there but that was like a good start i would say that was a great start for for a competitive battleground circuit and then you put that to the stark contrast of the next year the next year instead of having 16 players from each region essentially every month right 10 10 months of the year yeah. it changed to oh we'll take four players per region and it's once every three months and it's the average performance you had over the course of those three months so that's <laughs> you went from giving people like hope right like essentially the top 50 every month kind of had hope because a top 50 player can sneak into the top 16. That is possible. That is feasible. You could have a good run. You could have a good push. Uh, but being in the top four of a region <laughs> on the average on four months, there's like 10 players that can do that. <laughs> so per region, let's say, right, who have a chance of doing that. Uh, so yeah, that 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 already showed that the direction they were headed with the competitive honestly when i when i looked at that announcement i essentially said oh there is essentially someone from higher up said hey stop this competitive circuit and somebody says we can't do that you can't just like stop out of nowhere it's like all right well then make it cheaper make it faster make it less resource intense and that i think that's what we got and that's kind of sad but on the other hand i do understand it if it is a business uh, and if they don't see any future, that's, that's essentially what I'm assuming, right? They don't see any future where any kind of investment in the competitive scene isn't really going to pay off for them. They just said, okay, well, stop dumping money into this. That's not a good investment. Yeah, I mean, you could always kind of go back and say, oh, yeah, from a competitive or from a monetary standpoint, right? We're not making resources. We're not making even uh, we're not making it's not even breaking even essentially right you could probably go through that but it's also how it was promoted how it was justified right like bgs has been out for a long time and they did have a lot of opportunities to kind of capitalize especially on the initial hype uh but that's that's really where they would drop the ball like imagine if you know a month after it came out they started discussing internally like oh how do we have a competitive scene around that like what would be good things like that you know talking to some of the the even the players right like what would be good in terms of tournament circuit i'm sure things could have been better obviously um i don't think it's like malicious intent it's just like hey you know we maybe didn't think about it <laughs> early enough to really jump on that window of opportunity when it was there and now um you know things with having to like bgs was in a unique situation since they could have actually broadcasted on twitch while they had that youtube deal so they could have actually kind of um done things in that window even though maybe it would have meant they had like different um they would have to hire more people right to to yeah. balance both that's so, so that's that's what i'm thinking when when i think yeah. about this I, I, so when I look at this, I say, well, you could have kept that competitive scene alive 
for a lot less money because people don't require the insane price pool. Um, sure, some people might say, oh, it's no longer worth it, but a lot of people would have still played. And Yeah, I mean, people yeah. people's have people do the community tournaments. Those yeah, don't exactly. have... Like, you like 500 bucks, play. right? Like, play an entire night to <laughs> maybe win 500 bucks, right? So, like, that's like, oh, first... first yeah, or like 500 bucks split across the top eight. So, it's like, the, oh, the, yeah. The thing is, like, you know, Blizzard can't do that, <laughs> to exactly, be fair. Exactly, right? So, this is this my point. My point is that even though it would have been feasible to keep the competitive scene alive at a lot lower expense rate, the the image, right, would immediately be, oh, Blizzard can't afford to pay their players. Yeah. Right, would, so there's... Yeah, you, that, would, you would have... Exactly, right? Sure. That is that is the problem that, you know, they, they can't do the thing that would have kept the competitive scene alive or maybe even made it profitable because there would immediately have been that outside looking in like oh look at this peanuts prize money they're offering there must be some deep shit um and and same thing with like setting up the tournament right you could have community casters uh, people would have loved to just right. jump in and do that but again yeah. then you're not working with professionals and like you image wise like you know you have to make sure that everyone on air is gonna you know say exactly what you want them right. to say right yeah, nothing weird coming true. out at the wrong time uh, so while i see all the ways that it could have been kept alive i also see like well once you get to that stage as a business and you're that big you sort of have to do things the expensive way and for them it was just not worth it and i can you know i can i can i can see it i can uh, understand it so um yeah i mean it's i think the best way to just say it is it's unfortunate i think that indeed a better uh, a better way of like if they had really struck the iron when it was hot, as they say, then it could have been justified, right? As as there was huge PG hype and they, um, like if they had jumped on it and broadcasted on Twitch and all that, sure, could have seen it. But we see this with a lot of stuff where just esports in general, I think is, is just downsizing and people are just- Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, so It definitely is for sure. I, you know, that, tech that's... Tech in general. It's not even just esports, but esports right. is getting a pretty big hit, but tech, tech yeah. in general is also getting Okay, a big so that's, 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 that's... Yeah, go ahead. Out of our scope of a podcast. I was going to say, like, it's also where I just admit that I don't have the level of understanding to, to really look at the meta... Um, well, just look at the complete set of circumstances and say like okay was that was that even a thing that would have worked out right because we could make the argument of well what if they had really gone all in when it was more popular what if they had really pushed on twitch would that have as from a business point of view would that have even worked out like i don't know i don't have enough experience so okay, in that. yeah yeah to be that's a good point like let's say one of us was on the helm would we have saved it and the yeah, answer is exactly. not a guaranteed yes. Pro yeah, so that, probably no, because it's hard. That's, right? That's a problem, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So you could say like, well, what if we, you know, get more viewership and this and that. But in, at the end of the day, if you can't turn it into a profitable business decision, they're not going to do it. Right? Like we can make it less bad. <laughs> but that's not sure. what they're looking yeah. for. Right? They're yeah. looking for, well, it's like, why are we spending time and resources on this? Anyways, like, let's not go on for too long. I but... do. I, okay, I do yeah. want to say, like, yeah, you, you, regardless yeah, sure. of all this, I, it's still very sad. Like, regardless of, like, the reality of the situation, I was just sad to hear the news when I read it, like, oh, there's no BGs. They, they, 
not even one tournament this year. Like, what happened? Where did it, where did we go wrong? I just it was something I was really happy to see. Like when when it was announced, have some tournament, have some notoriety, something to look forward, work towards. Um, even the the three months um, tournaments, right? Even that, I obviously that hurt a lot, but it still existed. I was still like, okay, you know, there's something for players to look forward to. Just to have it removed, kind of um, in the Blizzard way, where they just stopped talking about it. You know, that kind of thing. It just felt felt painful and i was like pretty sad about that so um you know regardless of like oh could have been better just from a player standpoint it's just sad to see and as as a podcast that talk covers bg topics right like it's you know it hits me a little bit harder than maybe the general audience especially since i'm participating things like that so you just wanted to throw that but really wish things could have been different yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I guess I'm I'm less in that regard. I'm a little bit more like, oh well, it doesn't make sense. We'll we'll move on. Yeah, you you and your business mind, yeah, whatever. I'm just <laughs> saying from, a, from an emotional standpoint, it hurts to see. You know, that's, all right. that's all. No, I mean from a purely selfish standpoint, right? For me, it was perfect. The first season was perfect, right? I had something like that that made streaming so engaging like end of the month was a huge event right like it would pulled a lot of viewers you were playing you were you actually cared right right now if i have a bad day sure it sucks if i have a good day sure it's great but man if you have a good day when you're playing for top 16 and you just like you know you got into the top 10 and you're you're chilling you're like oh that felt amazing so yeah that's no yeah that almost goes without saying that I would have also preferred <laughs> from a purely selfish standpoint to have a competitive circuit in. All right. But um, yeah, so we got that essentially, that might be the last coverage on Lobby Legends on the podcast, which is a little sad to say. But we have, um, as as the game moves in a bit more of a, uh, I, I, would, I would say, I guess, casual direction, but that's not necessarily like smaller, right? It's just like less focused on competitive and more on let's just give the players the best experience possible the um spells have been good so i do want to stress that that even though uh the competitive circuit well we could say might be dead at least for now right there's nothing from blizzard for battlegrounds i would say the the game itself and what they're adding mechanics wise is probably better than ever um so i do want to make that very clear that even though certain aspects might be less, um, I do still think that the um, the game is receiving a lot of support. So I don't want to make it seem like I'm complaining about the level of support in general. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, anyways, let's get out of the sadness. We've got patch to talk about things like that, right? Like that's happy. That's happy, right? <laughs> Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, I mean, so we had a we had a, for for those of you who skipped the a few weeks or so, we had a long drought of no patch due to the holiday season. So that's an right. extended period, um, and let's just say the meta had really settled in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, honestly, I could probably play play like when I just woke up, be like, oh, spore bat, oh, rofa spore bat, rofa chicken. <laughs> it was so like, it was such a habit. It was like, okay, go to four, get the spore bat, go to five, get the chicken. It was like, so just droned into my head. So yeah, a, a patch 
definitely was welcome. So uh, yeah, why don't you take it away, Carlos? Let's uh, let's tackle the patch. All right, so finally we got some battleground updates. We've made some changes to land lubber. Some economy earlier spells to address the unintended play pattern, where players would stay out low tier. They never, they never think, oh my god, these cards on low tiers, they're actually good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people will play these. Uh, and by dozens of spells in a turn, they didn't like that. We've also adjusted Hawk's Rider Herald and removed Titus Tribute to lower the frequency and power spike of late game beast charges. So I think, uh, like just looking at the DevCom, I think that's a good idea. Landlubber play pattern, I do agree, maybe was unattended. It was fun to play. And I, I honestly don't even think the stats were that good no. for Landlubber stats were on two. <laughs> Yeah. Um, however, yeah. it probably was different at super high elo. Um, still probably horrible. like well, okay. What's, probably still horrible, but like what's super I think high? There are some players that, that yeah. So horrible. so if you're saying Jeef and Dog, right? So, but we have to like at some point you need to ha be able to have, have outliers. Like, yeah. Fair yeah. Well, you need to have a sample. Si if you're creating a sample size, you kind of need like a hundred players, right? So it's like. If if we're gonna be like no 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 not what, the top hundred those are scrubs you don't count you know, yeah you don't yeah basically let, let's like let's eliminate the twenty best players in the world from the from the from the sample is lubber a good strategy no <laughs> like if if you're not one of the twenty best players in the world like lubber wasn't a good strategy uh, that doesn't mean if you're twenty one best player you could probably make it work. But no, anyone could have made it work. But the pro the thing is, like, is it worth it on average? Hmm. Like, anyone can play Lubber when you get an all off from the scouts, right? You're like, wee. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it, I yeah. forced land Lubber and I didn't win, so I gotta say, pff, maybe, maybe not, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right. It's um, I, I think most players lost way more MMR playing Lubber than they did mm. um, gaining MMR. Uh, but I, I do still think it's good to adjust that because it's just against the spirit of the game if you create a situation where someone on tier two creates a much much larger board than someone on tier six it's like what are we leveling for then what's the whole the whole point of battlegrounds is to play the early game in a manner that allows you to sneak up the tiers to then get more powerful cards if you create a whole system where it's advantageous to never leave tier two and you can create like 500, 500 units, I, I agree. That's not a good way to play the game. So it's cool that well, that was available. Looks, um, it looks silly from a new player point of view, right? Like let's say you're teaching a new player and it's like, okay, you have six tiers. Well, what new, you want to do is get new, the new player. I don't think that's relevant. New player would never do lover. It's like your head would explode. Well, well, let's say no, no, they would. Okay, because like, what what happens as a new player if you're trying to learn a game? You go, you Google, hey, what's the strategy? And then you see, oh, everyone's spamming love, uh, lover because it's it looks cool, it's popular. You know, let me try that. Let me learn that. Oh, dogs playing lover. Okay. All right, yeah. let me see how you play that kind of game plan. So I, I think it's possible. Like, whatever looks flashy, people will try. Yeah, but they will not know? be able so, to pull it off. That's what I'm saying. That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. It's not whether they can do it. They can actually pull it off. It's like new players will look at, like, what, what the flashy-looking video is and try to copy it. So, sure, you, you mean know, they, they have an opinion on the meta being silly because a high-level player did something and they go, like, oh, that shouldn't be possible. No, like that's no like if like you're just looking at like what's 
what's popular you know when you go mm -hmm. to youtube videos it's not like the here is the boring strategy that's not the no, the no. most popular i'm trying to i'm trying like, to get oh. your i'm trying to get your point i guess so maybe i forgot all right okay so let's say you're a new player trying to learn the game mm -hmm. right what what are things do you either watch streamers play you go you look at youtube you know yeah, yeah okay thing. but i guess you why go. why is it a bad thing i guess i i'll, I'll it's probably my fault oh, for not asking um, a question let like if you look at the strategy and what people are like spamming or making videos about is lubber where yeah. you're just staying low tier or like right. remember like when the the strat is like just stay on one and like play tog waggle or whatever you know that like those type of strategies like it just looks weird if you're like a game designer so it like, looks oh, bad for are... the game because yeah. okay sure yeah that's... that's fair okay cool i feel okay no, I, I sometimes I'm just trying to understand, right? So, uh, good, 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 good. that's that's my point. Like, it just looks weird <laughs> if you're a game designer. Like, ah, oh, you know, people are like just forcing this. Like, just stay on two, stay on one strategy. It just looks weird. I can see why they want to remove that. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. to put to put it like the kids would say. It, it's a bad look. Right. <laughs> Do kids say that? That's the kids don't say that anymore. Shady. They said I'm that sorry. five you, years ago, Collins. Years? Come on, man! I finally caught up. The times these, have passed. These damn man. kids. <laughs> All right. Did they say lit anymore? Is that a thing? What? What is? What is Luis? <laughs> lit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, first car change. Uh, Archlitz Kelthazad. So it's going from at the end of your turn, destroy the undead to your the left of this and resummon it. So now at the end of your turn, you destroy the undead to the left of this and resummon an exact copy. Right. So now, this is not a change. Honestly. Yeah, no functional so change. Know. Just the, I guess, so when people saw uh, me making triples with this, they were like, oh, you can do that. So probably the resummon and an exact copy, like that just makes it a it's more clear what's going on more clear i i yeah this is just a clarity change yeah clarification all right so yeah. first actual gameplay change is moros uh, steward of death so it's going from a 6-1 reborn death will give your undeads plus two plus six to now a 5-1 reborn death will give your undeads plus one plus five so it basically lost half like it got cut in half essentially like that's the a damage huge... the damage got cut in half they lose one health. Well, the buff the buff got cut in half. Well, no, it's from two no the the attack buff yeah. got cut in one. Yeah. I guess that's true. It's not. I mean, you, you're you're getting five health instead of six. That's not half. Right? That, yeah. That's fair. Okay, that's you're right. Fair. It's okay. not it's not as bad as I make it out to see. I'm like, oh my god, your attack is cut in half, but your health is growing from six to five. And I would say that's more important. So. Um, it's still it, this is still a pretty important nerf, I would say. Um, yeah, yeah, that matters. The scaling for reborn or the scaling for undead was really, really good. So this um, this was such an easy top two. Like find the Moros, find a KT. Like oh, okay, I'm top two. I can relax. <laughs> I mean, essentially, I mean, you get you're getting twelve health for attack on all of your undeads. Like it's so, and then you can like if you if you have Titus, eat it or destroyed, right. yeah, yeah, it gets crazy. It's very, uh, it was very, very, very good. So it's still fine. I think it does what it needs to do. It's really good for Undead. It still works really well with KT, still works really well with Titus. 
but it was dumb before, right? Before it was just a stupid amount of stats that in the if somebody hits a KT and a Moros early, you couldn't really overcome that until you know you're like proper late game with a brand and popping off, or you're doing something with like big ass Nagas, because or it, beast. yeah, or beasts, right? But in the mid game, that health mattered so much, and when you get more towards the late game, where you can really make these chonkers of units that just you know dunk your guy for 100 damage if your undead don't have enough damage to punch back your the health doesn't really matter you're just playing around murgle anyway so it's i i like i like that they nerfed this i think it's good yeah i think that's fair as well it's yeah yeah it's it's still playable but makes sense yeah all right next up we have the in my opinion most contested change hawk strider harrowed it's going from a tier five to a tier six, uh, going from a five two to a six two. But essentially, they moved it up a tier to the highest tier. Now, unfortunately, they did not delete this card. They just said, <laughs> "Okay, we're just gonna make it where it's not as seen, but it still exists. You could still high roll it, but it's definitely significantly harder. You do have to like put some more effort in, but still, it's still in the game, so." you know what's your thoughts on this change in place? it's it's a very significant change just ah, for, yeah, for sure it is like yeah. going from tier five to tier six is like well, is a very is a big let's change. just let's just cover the basic uh sure. thing here the where, numbers yeah there's seven chickens in the game now there used to be yeah. nine so that oh. that is very significant and then the other thing is that a part of the reason why beasts were so good is that you could find everything on five and just triple mm -hmm. into goldrin so mm -hmm. you did not need the power level to six at all when you were beast. You could roll on five for a very long time. You got banana, you got chicken, you got Titus, you could get Fettermane, you could get Reborn Scarab. And between all of that, you could have just tripled into a Goldrin. And if you don't get it, you know, when you have your whole spell train up and running, because you found chicken, you found Sporebad, you found Titus, you have Reborn then you just have so much money that you're like, oh, I'll just level and discover a death rattle. Oh, there's my Goldrin. I'll, so, I'll just, you yeah. know, use my gain 15 gold spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's stupid amount. Level and get Goldrin, yeah. So that play pattern is completely disrupted because you have to either now triple into the chicken with the Spore Bat, which is like just, that's just not very likely. That's going to happen sometimes, but then you're the outlier. So in order to do beasts now, you have to do the spore bat and then find Titus. And there's no more Titus tribute, right? We covered that's that's in the announcement, but we'll cover that in a bit. So it's just a lot more fragile. So th this is this is important to point out because when when people see this nerf, they're going to look at end game beast builds and say this is still exactly the same. What the fuck, right? It's like yeah, yeah. If you look at somebody that won the game with beasts, they're probably gonna have all that stuff. But that's not how you nerf a type, or that's not the only way you nerf a type. So you can nerf a type by making their final board a lot weaker. But you can also nerf a type by making it much harder to achieve that final board. Before this nerf, it was extremely easy for beast boards to go completely out of control. And Chicken on 5 was a big culprit because Sporebat plus Titus plus Chicken just it fills your hand completely with spells. And that's that's the main reason why beasts were so dumb. They had by far the best spell generation in the game. 
by far, just unmatched. And now you've dealt that a significant blow. So beasts on average are a lot weaker, but when you see someone that collects all the beast pieces, they're still about as strong. And I think that's where the confusion comes in because I've seen this a few times. People look at a beast build and say like, oh, I thought beasts were nerfed. It's like they are, but not in their max capacity. Their average power has been nerfed like crazy. But yeah, the people that make it to six and that hit all the stuff, they're still about as strong. I do want to say like, we are like, oh, Harrow, this change did a lot. It's Titus Tribute also doing a ton of work of, of being removed in terms of making this a lot more balanced as well. Yeah, Titus Tribute was absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah, so I think those two together do a lot, where if Sardis Tribute was still in the game, you'd still have problems. So I do want to mention that, like, yeah, this is a good nerf, but the more important nerf was, like, just removing Titus Tribute, not having that interaction. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. All right. So I, th I think this is a good idea because Death Rattles right now, whether we like it or not, have sort of been balanced around Chicken. So if you just, like, destroy yeah. Chicken altogether... Like, Goldrin feels really bad when you don't have chicken. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine, I know. <laughs> like, your Goldrin dies with the, with the Titus, and you're like, oh, six damage on my beasts, I guess. That's nothing, yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, uh, go, mech horse. 18-18, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, 18-18 mech horse. Yeah, yeah, bad. but I, I mean, like you're playing in a power creeped environment right, where right. pirates are still huge, right? Uh, dragons yeah. do still do stupid stuff and like all that. So, anyways, we can move on. But it's it's just I, I would like to just point it out because we we talked about some alternatives, but I think this is a good start. And then if it's now still too strong, we can explore the you know your left death rattle triggers right instead of all your death rattle triggers. All right. Next up, we have Mystic Spore Bath. It's going from a five one to a three one. I mean, that doesn't change things too much. It just means you might lose the fights when you buy this, but it still has the same effect. Yeah, it lowers the win rate on the card, but you're still buying it because it's still a very good high win rate card. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, yeah. I guess the win rate on the card went down significantly due to the chicken nerf because now you're not you're no longer sure. before you would do spore bat in the hopes of finding the chicken now you know you're not going to find chicken for a long time but what what's more interesting is the win rate when you when you buy it and play it yeah. like yeah and, and like the turn that turn and like the next two turns like how does changing the stats change that those those metrics yeah you take more damage if you buy yeah, spore yeah. bat now just, yeah, and uh, I, I think that that makes sense right because it's a scaling card so yeah it used to probably... be completely non-brainer you just always buy a, yeah. a no-brainer yeah now, now as a you know three one you might have to be like Ooh, can i afford this like am i strong enough you know, yeah kind of i mean you still take it but you still buy it it's it's fun. it's yeah. just spell generation right it's early spell generation you buy yeah. it. yeah yeah you you buy it and like it saves you like you you make it up at the next turn you buy it and you hope it's not pants you know it's like please not pants please I not like just pants. the coin yeah you don't like pants? I prefer right, Discover next... a Battle Cry or something. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. Next up, we have Landlubber. It was removed, but it's back. Now, it went from a two, a tier 2 to a tier 3. It also gains 1-1 one, one in stats, but essentially, it's now in a higher tier, so a lot of the combos of staying on tier 2 is going to be disrupted since you have to uh, get it on 3. I guess theoretically you could triple into this one too. 
and do it that way. Yeah, but they made no, other changes. You need changes. multiple lad lovers. Yeah, so absolutely. I guess I'm going to skip ahead a little bit to the spell pool change because if we're going to talk lover, spell pool is incredibly important. So, all right, we can skip this and come back to it once we go to spell pool. No, I, I, we can we can we can talk lover. It's fine. Like we be a um, long talk. We have sorry. Other- we have other things to... okay fine Don't i mean whether do whether we talk spells now or after it's the same length right okay fine that's fair <laughs> <laughs> it's like no it takes longer if we talk about them now uh right so actually let's just talk spell pool changes the thing all the way at the bottom right there it says reckless investment leave through the pages and tie distribute have been removed from the spell pool Tide Distribute, we've already covered. It's out. Mm-hmm. We think it's great. Tide Distribute was, yeah. I mean, loyal listeners of the podcast know our take on it. Tide Distribute was absolutely batshit crazy broken. So, yes, thank you. Out of the game with that. But Leaf Through the Pages and Reckless Investment, we can see that that is a direct just targeting at Lubber, being like, stop doing the Lubber thing, okay? Right? Just stop. Stop it. Stop it now. So, without getting the book, Leaf Through the Pages, you're no longer rolling for free, or at least not at a discount. And with Reckless Investment, you don't get those insane turns where you just go investment, 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 investment. And because of that, you could roll more. And because of that, you get more of those uh, careful yeah, investments. I, I do think and... Reckless Investment was a problematic spell, even without Lover. So I think it's fine. To it was it was fun to play with. But yeah, it would create okay, some power that, spikes. That sounds, when you say it's fun to play with, that, to me, that sounds like, oh, this was a broken mechanic. That <laughs> Does Shady know, like it? Here. Then ban it, because that means it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that. Uh, like, Kenny likes it. Okay, we need to take a get it out of here. Get it out of here. Leaf through the pages was um the book. Was that so the, uh, that was two golds. You get three rolls for free. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so um, you 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 would roll at a heavy discount with that. Yeah, and that just helped you um reach infinite status. Just, yeah, just check your like get a lot of spells and have like free. It's free money essentially right so yeah and it also just lets you check for good spells to get even more money so it just did a lot of work for two gold so in that combo i would say that the tier two lubber strategy where you so so for anyone who was not aware the the thing people used to do with lubber uh was popularized by jeef you would get a rewinder you would get land lubber and then you would just buy a lot of those hasty excavations which is the the damage coin but then because you have your rewinder you wouldn't take damage you would get as many lovers on the board as possible so you would try to get four five spells in your shop so sometimes you would roll multiple of those damage coins which would give you a lot of money you would buy careful investment you would buy the book to roll for free and then the whole goal was to have a patient scout on your board and have that turn into an azurite which is the elemental that buffs your shop every time you cast a spell which is obviously very good if you're doing this strategy or a nala which buffs your board which is even better it's a lot less work than having to you know buff elementals and then buy them and and that's why lubber was so oppressive so now instead of uh just putting lubber on three so colin said well you could triple into it um the developers probably thought about that as well as like what if they triple into it uh let's target the spell pool a little bit to just make it a lot more difficult and with no leaf through the pages with no reckless investment uh, because eventually you would go to three a lot of the time it's it's difficult now i i will say that uh the same person <laughs> that popularized the old lover build has already put a video out on the new lover build uh you can do a quill variant which was already 
being played before, uh, but the, the reason why it was not very known or very popular is that Paint Smudger was disabled for a very, very long time. Paint Smudger is the quillboard that whenever you cast a tavern spell, it casts a gem on another friendly, a random friendly quillboard. That combination still works if you, say, start out with a Moonbake and Jazzer, and then you roll into a Piper, and then you get the Jazzer, and you get the Lubber. Like, you could technically stay on Tier 3, where you buff, you're buffing your gems, and then because you have Lubbers, you're rolling into spells, and then your Paint Smudger starts buffing your board. Now, that doesn't sound very impressive until you do a little bit of math, right? Let's say you pump up your gems. I always give the example of, like, 8-8. Eight, eight which if you're staying on three is not entirely impossible, right? If you have two Pipers on the board and you play every Jazzer you see, then let's say your gems are 8-8. Eight, eight. You now have, let's be conservative, just two regular Pain Smudges on your board, nothing too crazy. That means every time you cast the spell, you're getting plus 16, plus 16 to your board. Now let's say, the, you know, go ahead. The 8-8 eight, eight is not being conservative, Shady. If you're I, staying I on say, tier three the whole time, I don't buy this build. This the secondary tier three uh, okay. build. I don't so buy this. Eight damage is like... not is not conservative at all. Eight, no, eight, oh, sorry, yeah, but eight, the eight, eight Sorry, is, eight damage is being conservative. Yeah, okay, yeah, so eight say eight four. Not... Say eight four. That's that's sure, one golden sure, jazzer, right? Like sure, you're staying sure, on, sure, which I think fine. is extremely conservative for health. You're still yeah, getting fine. 16 plus 8. Every time you cast a spell, that's a coin. That's a careful investment, right? That's a hasty excavation. That's yeah, like any yeah. spell. You get 16 damage and 8 health to your board. And then, you know, if you tripled into a Rogoog, suddenly if you hit the Rogoog, that's double. And, and we're talking the very conservative estimate. So if you have bigger gems, if you have multiple smudgers, it's absolutely a thing, right? You can do this. I will just say... Don't force it unless you don't care, right? If you don't care about your MMR, then sure, have some fun. But the build is essentially you you build up your gems with Jazzer and with Piper, and then you get Smudger, Landlubber, and you just play cheap spells. And then you get a huge amount of gems being played, and then because of that, you're going to be winning your fights, so overconfidence is going to give you more money, and then suddenly you start to turn with 18 gold, 19 gold, 22 gold, and you know you can buy a lot of cheap spells. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth the effort, in my opinion. That's my personal like. Uh, just you can play it normal and still be fine. Yeah, if you get the the right pieces, it's probably still fine. I just think it's that lubber was like cool and like you could see the flow state. Like you could see like, oh yeah, they got all the pieces. They're Here loving. comes the combo. Da, 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 da. Here it's like uh, we're loving. just kind of playing crowbars and there's a land lubber in here. Yeah, your really your one hundred gold turns are over. You're no longer doing one hundred gold turns. And if I can't do hundred gold turns, no, what what's is the, the point? point yeah. yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. all these so, plebs spending ten gold, spending just twenty gold. I don't care about that. Disgusting. Yeah. All right, but yeah, speaking it's, of quills, it's, um, overall, it's a fair nerf, I think. Right, like in terms of getting ri getting yeah. rid of the unintended consequence but still having the card be played. having the little fun like i would have preferred if lubber could have been a two drop and for them to break the lubber strategy but i think they would have had to destroy too much economy pieces on two then so i like that you know instead they made it a three <laughs> I, I i'm i the i'm not the i'm not four on four i'm more six on like ten or six on nine you know 
I don't know if I like Farage 4. I do. I like, you know, being on 6 on like maybe like the turn. Yeah, just to, right just to give a little bit of context, five. right, for podcast listeners, there's a chat comment accusing Collins of going 4 on 4, and Collins is uh, explaining that, no, I would never go tier 4 on 2, which makes sense because if you go 4 on 4, you have 20 health. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, like start a game on 20 issue. health. I, I, you die with that. Shit. You're not going to so, six with 20 health. Yeah. What I do is I get strong in the mid game, and then I just like take that mid game strength to go to six. So going to four on four means I'm super weak in the, yeah. in the early to mid game. So I can't level to six because I take too much damage. So it's actually better to like warrior curve is actually better than uh, four on four in that in that it, to get to six in my opinion. Because uh, you, you don't have to high roll. You get like a triple. You don't have to high roll versus going to four. You're kind of like hoping you, you god draw in the turn after it or you die. Yeah, you have a very small margin for bat chops. Yeah. Any bat chops will kill you. <laughs> All right. So let's move on here. We have Moonbacon Jazzer as our uh, first uh, quillboard change. Right, right. So this is going from a 1-3 to a 2-3. Kind of crazy. Surprising. It's kind of yeah. crazy because we were like, Moonbacon on 2? That's insane. And now it's getting extra stats. So that's going to be a trend. This is the devs being like, do Quillbore. No, seriously, play Quillbore. Play Quillbore, okay? So... And this change, honestly, is nothing compared to the next change. The next yeah, change... Yeah, sure. The next change is the biggest, like, play quillbore kind of uh just nudge i would say let's call it a gentle nudge towards quillbore uh, uh geomagus rugug rugug yeah we say rugug rugug yeah so it used to be uh three six whenever a blood gem is put on this player blood gem a different friendly minion now it's a four six Divine shield. Oh, geez. It's okay. so insane Whatever to give it extra you. damage as well, right? I I love that they were like, we're gonna give it shields. You wanna give it extra damage? Fuck it. Let's give it an extra damage too. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. We'll throw in an extra damage for free. Here we go. If if they're not playing Quilber now, I don't know what we have to do to make to, them play To be Culver. fair, like it's deflecto level. You know what I mean? Like terms of like good, or in terms of like here's a free divine shield that. You know, may might not need it. Uh, like deflecto? Well, no, no, no. This is so in the meta. Deflecto sucks, right? The, uh, okay, sure. sure. I'm, yeah. Historically, deflecto fine. had three good years or whatever it was. <laughs> it was three excellent years for deflecto. It's, it, it's, it's a little not because deflecto sucks. It's just that mechs don't have spell Yeah, generation. but the thing like, is, Coldboard don't either, which is why people aren't playing mechs in Coldboard. Yeah. So they they so essentially, guys, this is what's going on. Where the reason why beasts are so much better than Quillbore, or at least were before the patch, is that you were generating a crap ton of spells with your Sporebath and your Chicken. Quillbore don't do that. You know, there is no Quillbore end of turn fill your hand with spells, or every time you cast the Blood Gem, you know, have a chance to get a spell or whatever it is. There is no mechanic where you're being provided with a ton of spells. And that's just that inherently puts the type at a huge disadvantage versus a type that can generate a bunch of spells. Because spells are broken. And spells are broken. They need to be nerfed. Like, they don't need. No, no. no. All right, cut him! Cut him! Get him off the air! Get him off the air! That's it. Pull it! All right. No nerf to spells. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, but so there is a breaking point, of course, right? So 
Yeah, for sure. They're essentially looking for that point where how strong do we need to make these cards so that it doesn't matter that they don't get spells? Because something like Rogoog was probably already a lot more popular at lower MMR. Because this, this is a reaction I get quite often when I'm streaming. There's people saying like, I can't believe they gave it to Fine Shield. This is so insane. Global were already dominant. It's like, oh, I get it. It's because that was very straightforward, right? Quillbore are so straightforward. We're like, you buy the Piper, you buy the Jazzer, and then you just gem your Rogook. That's it. That's your whole game. Like, you don't have to do anything else. And like, if you get lucky, you get a Charlie with like a Drakari or something, right? But you could play your whole game just having like boppers giving you gems and putting it on Rogook. Whereas when you played with the like very high level comps, that was like, okay, and then I get a golden touch in my hand and I'll make another golden banana and then I'll like get a, give it the fine shield and I do this Dude, and then, you know. Stop lying. You get that Sporbat, you get the... Uh, no, 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 no. The Sporbat gives you the golden touch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you right? get the, No, you get the Sporbat, you get the Herald and then you just like roll it down for for Goldrin and Titus. No, but I'm, like, I'm saying in. the turn of like a high level beast build is so much better than and then i played five gems on my rogue right so oh, I see what you're a high level beast build is like oh let me make a second golden banana with this golden touch because i have enough money to buy the whole fucking shop anyway right you do that but at, at lower level people aren't doing that even with beast uh, right I see so so that's what i'm saying with the more they just don't get they just don't get good spells at lower level that's it that's it there's the higher <laughs> mmr you, feels, okay no <laughs> all right let me make a serious point <laughs> The uh, the more complicated a strategy gets, the worse it is, the lower you go in terms of MMR. Mm. And that's that's where it's also difficult if you see that Quillboard are so horribly underperforming at high MMR, but I don't even know if the stats would indicate that they were doing fine at lower MMR. They have to make a little bit of a call where, okay, do we buff it so that it gets any kind of play at high level? Or do we just leave it because it's fine at low MMR? Now, keep in mind, this is not me saying that it was fine. It was just better, right? But anyways, this is this is why I think some people look at this change and, and say, I can't believe they gave it the Vine Shield. That's so insane. And I'm saying, like, the last guy I played Cool Boy was, like, two weeks ago. I saw a guy trying Cool Boy. <laughs> it's like... I, I would say that beasts get the Vine Shield for free. Why can't we give one Cool Boy the Vine Shield? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> huh? So I like when you look at it that way, it's not that bad. Right? Like Well, this is like just sick tempo, right? Because it's so perfect. Because yeah, you, you dump true. your gems on this guy. It's so perfect, right? It's so it's it's so perfect, right? You just jump you dump gems on the guy with divine shield. That's great, right? So it makes it makes intuitive sense, so yeah. I'm kinda down. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm down for a Quilbur patch. It's it's totally okay. All right, I don't next think up. we're in a Quilbur meta, Shady. Do you think we're in a Quilbur meta? Uh, I I won two games playing Quilbur today. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I mean, yeah, you, but is it Which a Quilbur meta? That's a, okay, well, I'll put it this way. It's a lot more of a Quilbur meta than it was before, you know? Okay, like, that's, sure. that's fair. That's like, fair. Yeah, we, we're a lot closer to a Quilbur meta than we were before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right, fair. Um, next up, we have Perky Piper. It's going from a three-one to a five-one, so it's becoming the new Sporebat. It's like Sporebat, yeah. I love yeah. it. They were like, you, you can just oh, see. The, you, you could just do that. 
think it was just like, like they're looking at the levers, like, what if Piper ups Borbet down? Beautiful. Genius. Yeah. And and it is. <laughs> Why not, right? <laughs> uh, All right, cool. And then we have paint, smudge, paint smudger. It's in the game. Wow. Who would have guessed? And, uh, as, as well as it gains two attack and one health. So it's going from a 3 2 to a 5 3, which is significantly better yeah. uh, stats, right? 3 2 is really not not just, that good. So. Just going to say one thing, Collins. What? Dread Infernal. What about Dread Infernal? Oh, uh, I, I thought that was like, I thought you were busting my balls before. It was like every time a card gets extra stats, it was like, I remember back in the day when Dread Infernal was a 4-4 four, four, and it changed it to a 6-6. Six, six, and then I started buying a bunch of Dread Infernal. So yeah, that's pretty good. If they increase the stats on the card, yeah, I start buying Yeah, but that was a tier 4 minion. This is a tier 3 minion. Okay, sure. No. no but no. I... <laughs> but that's, that's the yeah. whole point where... It, that matters, right? You might say, like, matter, does yeah, it, it does, does it matter. really matter changing the stats? Like, yes, it absolutely does, because it, it it increases the chance that you look at your shop and you're like, I guess the paint smudge is okay. When it's 3-2, you're not saying, I guess the paint smudge is okay. You're like, that's a 2-drop. I'm not buying a 2-drop in my tier 3 shop. A 5-3, you're like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, increasing the stats makes it okay to just buy the... The yeah. card in hopes. Yeah. In, in hopes. Buy it without right? the Where, synergy. And then the yeah. synergy happens afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Before, when the stats are bad, you can't you really can't justify, justify it, buying so. it because you either lose too much HP or like it doesn't make sense to like spend the resources there. But when you have the stats, it's like, okay, I can buy it and then hope that we'll hit something really good and or, or you know, open up synergy, that kind of thing. So it just, it helps. It helps a lot, especially early game. Like early game changing stats is the most important. Like if you yep. change like the six drop stats, like yeah, like I'm still buying. Yeah, you that's know, true. Counts that's a lot. True. You know, it's not not. It matters important. a bit, and like you triple into it, and then mm. you just take more damage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the only case. Later in the game, it doesn't really matter too much. But overall, it is a large amount of Quilber buffs, and I I do think Quilbers were like the under most. The least represented archetype, even though there, I still Mech think there's Quill. Mech and Quill were suffering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know if people are doing well in mechs with low MMR. Like I can still see it, right? Because it, it, it has a history of dominance. So yeah, maybe yeah, people are just true. like used to that, uh, that playstyle. So people, they, they don't see like, oh, we need a buff in the stats. When Cobor is like, yeah, Cobor sucks. <laughs> yeah. Next up, and then we have like the. Spell changes. Spell changes. Yep. Yeah. So first up, we have Fleeting Vigor. It's going from a tier four to a tier three, and it's also gaining stats. So it's going from six plus six plus six to plus seven plus seven. Yeah. Tier four didn't make sense. More stats makes more sense. Um, it's playable, I guess. It's it's more playable, but you're still wasting money. But sometimes it'll heal you. So I guess yeah. there's. So There's like, use cases. Buy it here. for your cleave is so nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, like, for like when so when you level from three to four, you usually flow to gold. So it's kind of nice mm. to have this pop up and then just you know buff your Kill low you. damage, yeah. high health minion. To try to get there. Yeah, it's it's playable. Like it's not a card they, I wouldn't. They had to make this change after Lantern Light was moved to one gold. Yeah. <laughs> right. Lantern yeah. Light was just yeah, objectively yeah. so much better. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, next up, we have Shiny Ring. It's going from a tier 3 to a tier 2. This is good. 
It's it's like a um a spore buff. Not a spore is is it? You know the card I'm talking about. The two two. Two two. Yeah. What do you death rattle plus one plus one two? Oh spawn. Spawn, yeah, spawn, spawn buff, yeah. Yeah. I would look at this as we're making the tier two spells worse for lover. <laughs> that's what this that's changes one, for me. It's that's, like that's one way of nobody's nobody's buying one. shiny rings. Put them on tier two. I mean, tier three shiny ring is just it's. I know. It looks I know. I, know yeah. Yeah. I I have not bought a shiny ring on tier two yet because, like a lot of the time, the 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 turn where your gold is awkward is is turn three where you have five gold. You got a shiny ring on two things? That's a banana, right? I think maybe if this was give your minions plus two plus one. Yeah, but then we started reaching the territory of like, uh now if like yeah. that's a stupid high tempo. Like stupid, we yeah. saw that with Guff, yeah. right? Give yeah, your guys plus you. one plus one. Guff yeah. unplayable garbage. Give your minions plus two plus one. It's the best hero I in the agree. game. <laughs> I, I agree. But like it's 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 you know, it's two gold. Like, I know. That, that I actually know. that actually matters. I like I I can't see you spending two gold for this. Right? Yeah, I th yeah, I, yeah. And you can't buff health. So, it, like, the only other knob we have is... Yeah. yeah, is, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, leave it leave it as this. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Probably well, remove. Honestly, just remove. It's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. People aren't playing. At least in my experience, people aren't playing shiny rings. This, you can make I'm, it a one drop. I see, this hap I see this pop up in my shop. I'm like, ooh. That's, that's my reaction. Like... Where's my lasso? Where's my chef's? Like that's like the difference between hitting a lasso or a chef's choice on your turn three, and then you get like that's shiny ring. That's what I'm saying. Ring. Plus uh. two, plus one. You know, that's that's what, like that's that's if you're going uh, with the spells, you probably need to take a look at them again. Yeah. You know, like, I would be okay just removing. But yeah, they probably need it for like just balance numbers. Yeah, you right? need some bad spells or you like some fillers. not not full tempo spells like you need not i mean not full economy spells yeah yeah, yeah. staff of enrichment i'm down like make it cheaper like three gold was pretty expensive so yep, 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 yep. and uh, in the right circumstances a sweet pull yeah so it's totally fine yeah like early game you can definitely do some work with this uh prime primal staff also moving up a tier from tier four to tier five yeah. Kind of feels like Drakari now. Yeah, not overly yeah. relevant. I would say the main reason why this could be annoying is if you have um, Smolder, the dragon that makes a little guy to whelp. I would sometimes use a staff on tier four. To... Mom got fired. Sorry? Sorry, this is a, this is a joke. Some people will get it, and then let's let's move on. Okay, sure. <laughs> I didn't even hear what you were saying, so. But you have the my cat's here purring, like so yeah, I, I I know, I yeah, know. yeah, you can hear it probably. So the um, that that's the only play where I think tier four staff was better. Then you could cast the uh, staff on four and get two of those dragons in your hand in one turn, which would get you a six drop a turn earlier. But it's fine. I think this just got moved around to make room for other stuff. I don't think it's like super balanced thing. Yeah. All right, sounds good. And then we have Dreamers Embrace. This is going from a tier five to a tier four. Honestly, I don't care. Maybe it's once again moving things around, but this it, is matter. It's a to huge quillboard buff. You can keep the a, yeah, you keep the golden jazzer on your board now, and you can roll this on tier four. Mm. So every time you roll this, it's plus two health on your gems if you keep a golden jazzer around. 
Uh, and and you can very I guess much that's play true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, I I needed to see that as well. Like today, uh, I was I just had a jazzer on my board, and somebody pointed out like, oh, you could roll a thing. I was like, so you literally just figured it out today, like okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like oh, today, I was like, oh, this is actually very useful. And then yeah. let's say you tripled the into a brand. The way you said that, it, it kind of like, oh, this is just intuitive. It's like, I cannot believe you don't know that, Collins. Of course you keep the golden jazzer on your board. And, and I'm like... They teach it in elementary school. Of like, course, dude. Like, <laughs> but that's fair. That's that's something yeah. to think about. That's like, a relevant yeah, I guess it, it does make it sense. It also creates some moment. toxic situation where you can go like uh, fairy tale Carol or then proc it again. Like, imagine if a brand rolls Fairy Tale Carol or then this thing is like. Let's not imagine that. Let me just give plus eight, plus eight to all of my minions. That's very nice. So, yeah. I don't. But I don't feel like that was what they were thinking when they made this change. That's my. That's my. I think they they were like, let's have fewer staffs in the game and more Dreamers Embrace. I think that's what this is, right? Because it's staff to five, Embrace to four. Yeah, so I, I think they were just looking at let's look at the number. I don't think they were looking at oh let's well maybe let's maybe they were looking at Kobors this way. You know when the people triple their deserts, they it's always pretty throw obscure. Away. Let's, That's true. Yeah, like I, I feel like that's not what they're thinking. Yeah, uh, it's interesting though that they made some good changes to buff Kobors in that tournament. Yep. So, uh, planar uh, planar telescope moving from tier four to tier three. Discover a meaning of your most common type. I think that's fine. Sure, yeah. it's it's not Makes something I'm gonna three buy worse. on tier three. Yeah. So. yeah, I agree with that. Like it's like a late game buy or like mm-hmm. like tier five. You want to buy this or so? Yeah, but you mess up the, the tier three pool. I think it. Yeah, sense. yeah, you hurt lover. It's like yeah. get that four so. cost spell in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Try going for now, sucker. Well. Yeah, sorry. Okay, good. No, no, I agree with you. But overconfidence as well. Moving from tier two to tier three, still yep. very good. Still would play if if you're strong like if you're strong you buy it like yeah yeah I, it's not my favorite just because you can still get unlucky but yeah if, if yeah, you, you happen to lose. have a game if you happen to have a game where you're popping off then sure Chey is just not very good at analyzing his sports strength compared to <laughs> I'm very good but the game is not right because I've got like a 90% to win and somehow we lost it so I mean the game yeah, the that, game didn't analyze yeah. my board strength accordingly that's, that's fair that's fair <laughs> I've had that happen. Yeah, sure. that's unfortunate. Let's get a call. Customer support for that shit. Yeah. And then we have nature's our natural blessing going from plus three, plus two, all the minions that share a type to plus two, plus two, all the minions that share a type. Yep. Just a small little nerf. Probably also for the lubber stuff where people were casting blessings on three on pirates. Or getting them for free. You know? Like I, how dare them. It never felt like giga broken for that but no you know, no probably not probably. i think it's mainly just a targeted lubber nerf all right that's it that's uh that's the patch guys we also have some arena updates huh? kick w mate oh my god <laughs> come on shady what, what do you mean can i get some arena kick look? w's for calls chat kick w arena oh my god arena is a powerful and strong game type that sees tons of support over the years yes copium yes uh, I know. Get off of your get off the machine, Collins. <laughs> yeah. All right. You got time for a game? Uh, yeah. Right. yeah, I have time for a game. All right, cool. Let's wrap it up here then, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast.
thanks and hope you guys have a wonderful time you could kind you could catch us on this stream every couple of weeks yep that's the only place <laughs> or youtube no. just google hsbg podcasts uh, for if you ever want to listen on a different just, platform just chat gpt it actually Ch chat gpt it yeah yeah um i mean honestly if you just google shady bunny educated calls you you pretty much find us so <laughs>